Welcome to the Pandora Theater. I'm Clint Chaffer. And I'm Chad Weeks. And we're a couple guys who like movies and like to talk about movies. Clint, what movie you want to watch tonight? Tonight, we're going to watch Tim Burton's Batman Returns. So grab your popcorn, fill up your drink, and enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone. Batman Returns. That was quite the non-traditional Christmas movie. And for everybody out there, what is a non-traditional Christmas movie? Yeah, so uh, I, I think non-traditional Christmas movies is a, is a hot topic right now. Everybody's, everybody, all the social media networks and stuff are talking about uh, Die Hard. And is it a Christmas movie or is it not? I mean, it's of course it's a Christmas Absolutely movie. Absolutely, it's a Christmas movie. The, the, the line, or what is it? He, he uh, writes in blood on his chest... Uh, uh, ho, 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 now I got a gun. So if that doesn't make it a Christmas movie, <laughs> then I don't know what does. But um, but the thing is, uh, like, you talk about that, and, and then you forget about all the other movies out there that are non-traditional Christmas movies or contrarian Christmas movies or whatever you'd like to call them. Uh, for example, like Batman Returns. Like, an absolute, like, how, how perfect of a Christmas movie was that? It starts off with a... Uh, the lighting of the Christmas tree in downtown Gotham, just like in New York City. Well, hold on. It starts off with Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, right. that's right. We start off this movie with a cameo of Pee Wee Herman. And if that doesn't tell you this is going to be an awesome movie, then I don't know what is. You know, it, there's actually two things about that. First off, I had no clue Pee Wee Herman was in this. So, I, I mean, I've watched this movie several times, yeah. never realized that it was actually Pee Wee Herman. The other thing that I didn't realize either, I always remember it being snowy and everything, but for some reason, I never correlated it back to Christmas. And you're right, it's smack dab in the middle of Christmas. Like you said, the lighting of the trees, like right at the beginning. Yeah, it's it's literally, it's a focal point of the entire movie. I mean, it's a big deal. Uh, I think Santa, or uh, yeah, Santa Claus actually gets roasted alive by the Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can't, if you, if, if that's not Christmas, I don't know what is. Yeah, well, I mean, even the, you know, the main, uh, the main, you know, bad guy, I, uh, well, not not the penguin, but uh, Christopher Walken's character. Uh, you know, he stood up there and he's like throwing gifts and yeah. basically saying he's Santa Claus up yeah, there. You know, exactly. so which what was in those gifts? You know, things in the, he just tossed them out there. You know, like what what was in those gifts? They never told us. I just assumed us. paper towels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, paper towels. <laughs> just, just my thought. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, another another focal point of the movie that I think is really interesting, and we 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 mentioned it when we were watching it. Um, it, it took 35 minutes before Batman or Bruce Wayne actually spoke. And it just goes to show you the difference between like a Marvel and a DC and how much they focused. Like we got an introduction of, of the Penguin and oh. Catwoman and everything. But we didn't get, but Batman was such a minor part of the movie up until that point. It, it actually, it was a shocking thing when you pointed that out because it's one of those where I didn't even realize it watching it, right? I mean, you're just kind of you're kind of stuck in the in the moment, right? You know, and you're watching this, and then all of a sudden, when you're like, "Dude, it's been like almost 35 minutes, and he hasn't spoke," uh, and then you start looking at the comparison between DC and Marvel, and Marvel does do a fantastic job of introducing the good guys, right? Uh, and I have to say, I think DC does a fantastic job of doing that introduction to the bad guys, yeah. right? Yeah, and I think that just goes to show you where their values are at, what their what their focal points are. If you look at Batman, he's got some of the coolest villains. You know, uh, he's he's a pretty ordinary character, really. I mean, he's just a, a dude with a lot of money that you know uh, that 
likes beating up bad dudes. But then you've got you've got uh, Marvel who has all their their characters are the more exciting ones. They're more you focus more on their lives and that sort of thing as opposed to the villains in, in, well, in DC. I would say that Tony Stark and and Bruce Wayne are the same, right? But like one of them's like one of them has style. Yeah, one of, <laughs> one of them's like the happy guy, yeah, you know, yeah. and then the other one's like the dark brooding guy, exactly. you know. So the, there is a, a definitely a distinct difference there. You talked about Batman having the best villains, best villain in Batman in in the Batman universe. Okay, so uh, that's an it's an easy one. It's the Joker. I mean, like you try you try and mess around with it, and you try and say that the other things. I, I I thought about this, and you know, if you look at the 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 animated series. Did you watch the animated series? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So in the animated series, I got so sick of it when it was the penguin or two face or something like that. I loved it when it was like the man bat or, or, uh, uh, Bane or something like that. Somebody that's like super crazy cool. But, uh, but ultimately like, how would you beat a villain that the only, that all they want to do is watch the world burn. You've, you've always loved the Joker. Loved the Joker. Always loved the Joker. And, uh, for me, it's funny because looking back at, at all the different villains, uh, I've always been fairly partial to the Riddler, but the Riddler, depending on what, you know, who's playing it and how they write it can be a little bit even over the top for, yeah. for my liking. Uh, the one on the animated series that I liked was uh, Clayface. Clayface yeah. was one of my, and I want to say like he had to keep putting on this this makeup in order to you know essentially you know stay human at that point in time. But uh, I, I, th I think Clayface would be yeah, be he, one of my favorite on uh, on the animated. He was an actor, and then he became like a shapeshifter of some yeah. sort. So yeah, sort I think like I said, I want to say it was because he put on like all these chemicals. I think is yeah. how he got transformed. Yeah, I could totally see that. Uh, uh, speaking about villains, you mentioned the, the Riddler. Did you ever watch the the series Gotham? Surprisingly, no. It's okay. like one of like the few like comic book things that I haven't yeah. I haven't actually watched. So, I mean, it was it was really good at certain points. Sometimes it was just a little bit, I don't know, a little bit. Who cares about Commissioner Gordon that much, you know? But <laughs> so, so it, it gets to that point. But but it also it focused on the villains a lot. And man, the Riddler and Penguin were so cool in that movie. They had it. They brought in the Joker later on. Other sort of things. So it's. So, you know, Commissioner Gordon, though, had one of my favorite scenes in this movie, at least the start of the favorite scene, which was when he kicked on the bat light or the bat signal. Oh, yeah. I thought that was such a cool, just a whole flow of within this movie. That is Tim Burton at his best. The uh, the the artistry of Tim Burton and the, the usage of the lighting and stuff. Uh, you look at that point, you look at the first time you get a, a, a look of Batman is when he's saving Selina Kyle yeah. and he shines that light right in his face and it's like... I don't know. There's just something magical about the way Tim Burton portrays these characters and stuff. Uh, you brought up one with Selena Kyle, her glasses and the. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was like a little, uh, a little forward, you know, yeah. for, uh, foreshadowing. foreshadowing. Uh, they did that, uh, that that look with the uh, where her glasses sent a shadow yeah. and basically cast the Catwoman eyes yeah. on tour you know uh that was a really cool use of uh of the lighting but i have to say the the batman when he first saves her out in the street yep the lighting they had on his face made him look like probably the coolest batman that's out there totally agree. i mean it's just awesome totally agree yeah. um now i may be a little bit biased that's like the batman i grew up with so yeah. you know i mean there's there's that but uh but the other thing uh with the uh the bat signal it was just so cool that it's like they throw it to the sky, it bounces on a couple mirrors, and ultimately just hits Michael Keaton smack dab in the middle yeah, of the right face. Right in his you office. Know? Yeah. So with uh, you were talking about the Catwoman and that sort of thing. When she was in her her uh, apartment, we kind of mentioned the fact that this is clearly it's set in like the '90s because you know a lot of the like they had they had a voicemail or 
Again, we, we struggle with this one. Uh, answering machine. Answering machine. Yeah, yeah. We could not come up with the word answering machine. That's how far we are removed from the 90s now. We couldn't come up with the word answering machine when we were talking about this. Um, but but uh, so they have an answering machine. They have uh, phones, that sort of thing. You know, but, the, but the thing is, it, it looks like it's from the 40s and 50s in a lot of ways. I think that goes back, though, to the Tim Burton artistry, right? Yeah. I mean, because it does, like, the, the entire set of the movie, all, all through it, right, yep. feels very 1950s to me. Yeah. Um, but, again, you know, you look at, like, the Batmobile and you look at some of that, which actually even cracked me up. His Batmobile, if you go back and watch that, he has a TV, right, yep. in there, which that's unheard of at this point in yep. time, right? 1992 is yeah. when this film came out. So, you, you know, there's a TV in there. He's got a voice activated, so he's got all that going on in there. He has all of the electronics that can automatically drive and steer this thing. I'm like, dude, Batman is actually the inventor of Tesla. <laughs> yeah. He but, invented and, Tesla. Yeah, and Siri, apparently. One of the other things uh, that I wanted to bring up, you know, I talked about the Batman of my childhood and, of course, your childhood as well. Uh you know, one of the things that I had uh, growing up, I, I was lucky enough to have a Sega Game Gear. Now, everybody else had Game Boys. I didn't get a Game Boy. I got a Sega Game Gear, right? Which it was color and all that. It was really fun to play. Actually, I still have it uh, in the back room. Uh, but one of my favorite games on there was this movie. It was Batman Returns. Uh, and it had Catwoman. It had the penguins with the rockets. Like, it had the whole nine yards. So, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming Penguin was the, the final villain then? Oh yeah, oh yeah. In his, and you I, beat I, this game, is what you're saying. So no, you, I, you, yeah, oh, I beat right, this game. Right, I beat right. this game. And now my memory's gonna, I, I got to go back in the old memory vault here. But I want to say like the last villain is the penguin in that stupid duck mobile. And for whatever, yes. and you got to throw like the, I want to say the bat boat uh, is is you know one of your main things yeah. that you're using and all this. And it's like you're looking at this fiberglass duck. That, like, you can't beat with, like, <laughs> yeah. the best technology. Yeah. Oh, so frustrating. So, so frustrating. So, what were the, were there other villains in there besides, like, Catwoman and, and the Penguin? Did they throw in, like, some extra stuff? or was it just You know, I, those are the two that, that, that I remember yeah. the most. Because Catwoman's whip was, like, one of the hardest things because you couldn't get close to her, right? Yeah. You can't, you couldn't throw anything that far or whatever. So, it, uh, th she was pretty oh, tough. Oh, so she was, like, a range. So, I got you. Yeah, she was, like, the range one, right? Yeah. And, uh, and I want to say your, even your batarangs would come back to you, but they wouldn't go the full distance, right? Uh, yeah. Now, don't, don't hold me to all this. This is, uh, I'm trying to like remember yeah, some yeah, of this yeah, here yeah, so yeah. yeah speaking of, of video games a little bit re more recently uh arkham asylum that series the arkham series mm. that i dedicated so much time in my life to those arkham games as soon as they came i remember uh actually one of the batmans that came out uh i can't remember which one it was but i remember going up the day that it was released picking it up driving and for those of you who don't know, for me to get to a place to pick up a video game, it's at least 45 minutes. So drove to, to Muscatine to go get this video game and come back, put the game in, and I got the red ring of death on my <laughs> Xbox 360. <laughs> so it was so exciting. And then it's like, oh, man. Oh, you know? that's so disheartening. But but the, the Arkham series is, I feel like it's one of the best. And I, I say that lightly because, you know, there's going to be purists out there that say something about, uh, you know, Mario Brothers or whatever, but uh, Goldeneye. Um, but oh, yeah. the Arkham series was one of the most fun 
best games that I've ever played, and it was all because Batman and those villains were so cool. The way you could you could fly all over uh, all over Gotham City, or I mean, it's awesome. Is, is this a review of the Arkham games, or is this Batman Returns? What are we <laughs> yeah, talking Bat- about? We need to get back to Batman Returns, <laughs> but I get excited about the Arkham series because it was it was it was great. It was well, great. I tell you what, when he talks about spending a little bit of time or spending too much time or whatever, you did all of the joke or uh, the uh, the Riddler clues, yeah. which was like five hundred of these. Things, yeah, which is so. which are incredibly frustrating because you actually ha- you have to figure out like the the clues like it's always a uh, a puzzle to try and figure out how to how to a solve riddle this. yeah yeah it's a riddle yeah yeah <laughs> it's an enigma if you will um to try and figure out how to solve this but th- that's the one of the few games that i got a hundred percent on because i got every single you know the flying test the all those stupid things that because it was just so much that's, fun. Hey, that's that's a dedication, man. Exactly. Dedication. Exactly. So I I, th- I think that brings up to um you know first off we'd like to ask you a couple questions as well. So what you know we talked about the best villains uh, early on. Uh, leave us a comment below and tell us hey what's your favorite villain in the DC universe? Maybe not even just Batman, just in the DC universe and in, in general. We'd love to hear your feedback from that. Uh, the other piece to that is. What's your favorite Batman video game? So have you guys played uh, played these video games that we're talking about? And if so, what's your favorite one that you've ever played? Yeah, so I'm going to ask you another question. Who's your Who's your favorite? Who's the best? Or no, not the best. Who's your favorite Batman? Well, my favorite and the best, I think, is about the same. Okay. So uh, I, I think looking across, I, I love Michael Keaton. I, so I got to give my nod there, especially since we're doing a Batman Returns uh uh, conversation here. So he is number one then? That's no, he's not number one. Okay. I just got to give him a nod to him before okay, I say right, anybody right. else's name. Okay. Uh, I, I'm going to have to go with uh, um, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Christian Bale in uh, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Uh, it was just, the, the Dark Knight is just one of the one of the best movies. I mean, just oh, in yeah. general. Um, and you have Heath Ledger there, which was absolutely amazing. Um, I, I I have to say Christian Bale. I would then go uh, Michael Keaton. I'm then going to go, let's see, after that, probably, I'm actually going to go Ben Affleck as my number three. I know, I'm going to have to. Uh, I actually enjoyed his character. After that, I'm going to go to um, Val Kilmer. And then the guy who has voiced Batman in any of the animated stuff. Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy, anybody else who's ever done a Batman voice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's the original Batman? Adam West. Adam West. Adam West would be there. And then any <laughs> other person who's ever been in or around a Batman movie, a movie set or anything. And then down at the very bottom, it would be George Clooney. Yeah. Like your dad who played Batman or was Batman for Halloween two years ago. Yeah. Or something like that above, yeah. Above George Clooney. Bat Dad. Bat Dad is, is better than George Clooney. Bat Dad's great. Shout out to Bat Dad. Like, honestly, <laughs> I've watched a lot of Bat Dad comment. Who content. hasn't? Yeah, I love that. So, Chad, that's uh, that, that, that that's how I would list mine. So, how, how would you list yours? Yeah, well, I, I'm going to start off with not being as hard on George Clooney because I think that the movie as a whole was kind of a dumpster fire. Uh, and I don't. I don't put that on George Clooney. George Clooney's a great actor. I mean, George Clooney's part of Ocean's Eleven. You tell me that George Clooney did Batman justice when he played Danny Ocean. To a I team. am not putting George Clooney as an actor in that category. As Batman, that's yeah. it. As that's Batman. With. Yeah, he was he was Danny Ocean in Batman, and it didn't really fit because, yeah, I, I agree. It, but regardless, uh, 
I'm just not going to be as hard on Batman or on uh, George Clooney in in that sense. So I would say, and again, also I'm not as big a fan of uh, a Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. He just as much as he tried, I just did not like it. And I'm a Ben Affleck fan for the most part, uh, despite him being a Patriots fan. I really, I really like his acting. I just, I just didn't like him in Batman, um, and I wanted to. I was one of the few people that. Want him to uh, like Die Hard Bills Mafia right here, right? Die Hard Bills Mafia, yeah, all the way, yeah. So you can't really be a fan of a Patriot fan, but anyway, I do like I do like Ben Affleck. He's been great. Uh, uh, however, if you were to ask me to list mine, I would say I would say Christian Bale uh, because it's gonna be it's it, it's gotta be Christian Bale. Um, a lot of people didn't like his his uh, his voice when he was doing Batman. The which come on, like. I don't know what you want out of him. Uh, so it, it's a silly thing to complain about. That's nitpicking. About. Yeah, exactly. So I would say Christian Bale and then Michael Keaton uh, probably. Uh, and then we go into Val Kilmer because I love Val Kilmer. Val- You've always been a big Val Kilmer fan. Love Val Kilmer. Everything yeah. he does, I feel like Val Kilmer is one of the most underrated actors in Hollywood in our history. Like as far as I went from the Ghost in the Darkness and and – God bless Tombstone and yeah. the Saint. The Saint. The Saint was one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like that. Anything he's in, it's fantastic. Uh, kiss, uh, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. You know oh, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert yeah. Downey Jr. Yeah, yep. that's a that's a really good movie too. Uh, but regardless, uh, that would be mine. Kind of my top ones. I don't really want to go into how far. How, how about uh, what about the new one? So yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right now, we're bringing Ben Affleck back. I don't know if anybody knows that, but. Uh, he's coming back. He was supposed to be gone. The the Batman series was supposed to be done with him after. Uh, he's Josh. not going to be in the Batman though, right? No, he's going to be in the Batman. The Batman yeah. is going to be uh, Robert Pattinson. Okay, so you yep. got Robert Pattinson and Colin Farrell uh, playing the, the Penguin. Pe- the so penguin, it's basically yeah. the same thing, but yeah. And then you've got Andy Serkis, the uh, uh, motion caption uh, capture motion capture king. He was Gollum and uh, uh, Caesar on uh, uh, Planet of the Apes, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and all that. Um, but the new Batman is going to be great. The Batman is going to be awesome. It looks great. Robert Pattinson, I think, is going to absolutely kill it. Uh, I've seen some some teaser trailers, but that's about it. All they show is that one teaser trailer where he's just absolutely leathering a bad guy. I mean, just beating him into a pulp because that's cool. You can't. Batman doesn't kill, but he will beat your face into the concrete hey, ben, until ben you have Ben Affleck kills. <laughs> ben, ben Affleck kills like crazy. He kills everybody. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's part of the problem that I didn't like about him. But regardless, um, but no, all those guys are coming back in uh, in in the 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 Snyder version of the Justice League. So they're doing the Snyder cut. Yep. Uh, so they're bringing it back uh, and doing it uh, Zack Snyder's way. Uh, but they're also because of the, the CW's uh, Flashpoint universe, basically everything's starting over again. So they're bringing back they're bringing back Michael Keaton to play a role. As like I'm assuming, and then nobody's really said it, but he's playing a Batman type of role. So I'm assuming it's going to be like a Batman Beyond, where they're bringing in a, a younger Batman, and he's he's gotcha. raising him up in some sort of way. Um, but yeah, that's that's the plan right now is to bring all those back, and that's Man. that's incredible that they're doing a a, a DC multiverse. Now. I tell you what, Michael Keaton just has his talents and everything, doesn't he? I mean, he's in DCs and Marvel. Yeah, because you know? he's mean, the Vulture in Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> which, which <laughs> Yeah, which the yeah I've been excited about, and I. And, I'm glad that Clint gave me an opportunity to talk about Spider-Man because I'll always talk about Spider-Man if I get a chance. I'm a I'm a big Spider-Man guy. Spider-Man Three is going to be the best movie. It's what every every Spider-Man fan has wanted for years. So you're bringing back uh, Tobey Maguire and uh, Andrew Garfield and all the villains, uh, all the villains from those those times, 
and they're bringing a, a Spider-Verse. <laughs> At some point, we're going to have to do a Spider-Man one because I, I would love to just geek out like crazy about Spider-Man. So. Well, hey, I you know one of the things I want to at least throw out there for anybody who's still listening and watching, uh, you know, how would you rank the Batmans that are out there? So where do you put Michael Keaton? Where do you put Christian Bale? Uh, nobody cares where you put George Clooney, so don't even add him <laughs> in. So. Or Clint's dad playing Batman for Halloween. Yeah, put him yeah. on the list, too. Yeah, he's, he, he, he can be on there. <laughs> Bat so, so So back to uh, the actual uh, Batman Returns. Um, one of the interesting things that I've seen, you know, we talked about some of Tim Burton's flair, right? And yeah. we talked about his lighting and, and just the overall look of the set. Uh, one of the interesting things that I think was, was kind of funny was, uh, Christopher Walken's suit. Yeah. Yeah. And you his hair. This, yeah. You mentioned this while we were wa- watching it. I had, it completely escaped me until, uh, I, I don't remember how it even came about. I, I think you said nice I, yeah, suit. Yeah. I started off by saying, <laughs> I really like that suit. It's odd, but it's, it's great, but I like it, like it. And then Clint follows it up. He's like, he's like, yeah, with the hair. And then next thing you know, he's like, he's like, didn't Tim Burton direct Beetlejuice? <laughs> it's like, it, it, I'm not kidding. Go back and watch that yeah. scene with Christopher Walken. That's when he's. Uh, is that when he's talking to Bruce Wayne? Yeah, it's in his uh, in his office yeah. when he's uh, when he's telling me he doesn't want to invest. Yes. Um. And yeah, it literally is the exact outfit, just not as white, I guess. Yeah, he's got the uh, white hair and everything. But yeah, the white hair, the black and like said gray stripes instead of white yeah. stripes. But I mean, it literally looks like Beetlejuice, which I thought was a really cool throwback. Because yeah. what what did we find out? Uh, Beetlejuice was in eighty eight. Yep. And uh, Batman Returns was in 92. So you do have that nice little, I always love it when directors do that, right? Oh, yeah. Give a little nod yeah. to either another, uh, you know, somebody else's movie or maybe even throwing it back to their own like this one. So, Which brings up another point. If, if you guys know any other Easter eggs from that Batman movie, I'd love to hear them too because I love hearing about Easter mm-hmm. eggs that I don't, that you don't catch or whatever. It's always exciting when you catch one. It's like, like that. That's, ex- that's an exciting point. Like, well, you, sp- speaking of catching one, you know, I think uh, I think one of the worst scenes in that entire film was when the penguin, aka Danny DeVito, was you know caught as fish. Yeah. So first, Ugh. first off, <laughs> first off, just the fact of of Danny DeVito being so disgusting in that movie, like absolutely repulsive, repulsive. Like uh, yeah. the scene where where he's actually eating the fish. They bring him down, down coming down the stairs, and he's in that <laughs> like onesie. Long uh, underwear, soiled, soiled and gross, Ugh. and they just they just bring him to. I, I, I don't know what kind of marketing campaign this would uh, that would be thought this would be good a good idea, but Christopher Walken apparently did. Yeah, don't clean yourself up, and here's a raw fish. While I'm going to take you down and announce yeah. you as the new uh, you know mayor yeah. and the way candidate he, there. The way he eats it and the juice is coming out of the uh, mouth and, and bites off the guys that are bites the guy's nose. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. there were just it, it was kind of funny because. Uh, the other funny thing that the, the Chad and I ended up realizing, you know, of course, some of this you remember back when you were a kid. Yeah. Uh, we probably both watched it a few times, you know, over the course of yeah. years. But a lot of these movies, I always call them like, you know, watching it on like TNT where I watch like, you know, part of it, but I don't watch it all the way yeah. through, you know. And uh, and I think that must have been what happened because I don't remember the adult humor and and like the adult just how adult this movie can end up being at times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the penguin was absolute, absolute monster. Like he was a, he's a pervert. Like, like full on so, so much adult. Like, like he was a horrible human being and it, it adds to that grimy, horrible, like it, yeah. the way he made, 
he made me feel gross and like he's just a he's just a bad bad man and like I just did not remember how repulsive he was on so many different levels you know absolutely uh and it was really funny to 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 probably watch it now that you know uh you know we are we are the age we are here over our head when we're young yeah you know over our head now all of a sudden you're you're watching it and you're getting all of that so uh I was like uh you know those little things that you find when you go back and re-watch a movie again you know so going back to uh Michelle Pfeiffer at that point I definitely remember how incredibly hot Michelle Pfeiffer (laughs) was at any age because that is the definition of of Catwoman and that's how I picture Catwoman from that day forward because Dang, <laughs> she played. I, I thought she played first off the the perfect Catwoman role. Yeah. Um. The other thing is, I actually seen a lot of similarities between her character in Batman Returns and Harley Quinn's in in some of the latest like Suicide Squad and some of that because you've seen this like really kind of crazy psychotic side, like especially like when she uh, after she comes back from her fall and getting yeah. bit by the cats and everything. And it's like almost like this Harley Quinn esque that you have kind of going on. Yeah, I, I like I like the way you brought that up. But I also think that uh, they are a lot similar, but they would you could see where if they were in the same universe and they, they were in the same film, they would hate each other because of the fact that like Harley Quinn is Naturally. That more more flamboyant and fun loving kind of crazy where. Catwoman is the more brooding Batman style where she's going to, uh, you know, there's a lot of sexuality and just the the violence, like the, the violence for both of them. I think they would, man, I'd like to see that. I would like to see uh, the Michelle Pfeiffer and uh, the uh, Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie, uh, Harley Quinn. I would like to see that showdown. Honestly, if we're going to be bringing Michael Keaton back, please bring back, bring back <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer and let's see that showdown. That would be good. So, so I think, you know, we, we've hit a, a lot of the different high points in this. Um, one of the, one of the things that we talked about, you know, we talked about, uh, Batman's Batmobile in this one, which you and I both agree, like for us, that's kind of the iconic Batmobile. It really is. Yeah. Um, and we talked about some of the tech and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, what is your favorite Batmobile though, uh, in, in any of these Batmo or Bat movies or, or Batman movies, right? So is it the old original one that Adam West drove in the sixties? Is it the Michael Keaton one? Uh, do we get into the tumbler like in the latest one? Right. I think each of them have their appeal. Uh, but man, there's just something really cool about this Michael Keaton Batmobile. Yeah. There's yeah. The Mike, Michael Keaton Batmobile is both. I think it's the coolest and it's the, uh, least useful, <laughs> most people. impractical. Because, yeah, most impractical because it's, it's got like a three-inch coverage, right? Three-inch <laughs> clearance. So, Don't hit too big of a speed bump. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get, you get a speed bump and then it bottoms out. But of course, he's got his uh, that uh, cylinder that that lifts him up or whatever it is, the hydraulic cylinder that shoots underneath his car, all that sort of thing. But but yeah, I think that it is the least probable. But but it's a lot like the Batman suit. You yeah. look at you look at Michael Keaton's Batman suit. It's incredibly cool. It's it's just that black. Leather. Well, apparently it's that hard plastic or, or, or hard rubber. Rubber, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you have the uh, the fact that he can't even turn his head to <laughs> to talk to somebody. He has to, you know. The do that bright sort. yellow symbol though is pretty awesome though too. The like, I think that's like the iconic piece. Right? The bright yellow symbol. They've talked about that a lot, and I think that's the best Batman symbol you'll see in any of the movies. It's just very clean and crisp. But like, if you list, if you uh, dig into it, Batman wears the yellow symbol because he wants to focus. Like when he's fighting somebody with a gun, they, he wants you to shoot him in the chest because that's where most of his armor is and that sort oh. of thing. So that's why it's that bright yellow. It's a target. You know, you focus on that, you shoot there, and then he survives because, you know. 
Well, you just got to watch out. A little bit of a, a fingernails may go through the side of it because apparently exactly. there's nothing over on the side over here. <laughs> exactly, so, yeah. You know, totally well, impractical suit. <laughs> totally impractical. <laughs> yeah. That, I think, is where Christian Bale's character, I, that's, I did like it, right? They tried to bring in some of the practicality of it. The tumbler was awesome. It's a military machine, yep. right? You know, and you could see, you could see the tumbler and go, I could actually vision seeing that yeah. in real life right and the same thing with his suit like there's a lot of conversation with uh yeah. him and uh, morgan freeman's uh uh fox yeah, uh, lucius fox lucius fox yeah. um you know yeah a lot of was a terrible terrible morgan freeman exp uh impersonation there sorry we'll just stick with no impersonations on this <laughs> yeah, show no How's that? <laughs> <laughs> until we until we do a sean connery movie because i feel like that's what i was going for, there, uh, for yeah, there we, yeah. i just wanted to try doing one right yeah. there as you said that <laughs> Uh, you know, one of my worst scenes in this film, uh, getting towards the end of it, the penguin dies, yet he has this spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. He has a resurgence, probably one of your favorite scenes. I love the scene, yeah. No, just the, the umbrella. He yeah. picks the cute one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. I got a cute one. <laughs> Pull out a cute You know, he tries to shoot, the, tries to shoot Batman or whatever, and it's... It, it, so... It's great. I think it added a lot to it. I was actually good with all of that. Yeah. Up until when he dies and croaks on the ramp and his little penguins come over and carry him to the water. <laughs> and that was just, it was just over. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I couldn't get yeah, there. Yeah, I think that might, I think that movie had a classic uh, too many endings is basically what it, it was. I, because there was an ending after an ending and an ending, you know, it's like, so I get that. There was, there, it, it did. It, it, there was multiple endings on that. So, all right. So down to the wire here. We're getting down to the end of the show. Uh, we've talked about some of the endings here. Where do you rank it in the in the in the Batman movies? Right? Oh, in the Batman movies? Oh, good, good question. Uh, I, I I like this question. Uh, I would go. Obviously, there is nothing better than the Dark Knight, or not the Dark Knight Rises. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. I feel like is. I feel like if you put on movies all together, any movie in the world, I might pick the Dark Knight as my favorite of all time. And I'm not even that big of a Batman guy, uh, but I love The Dark Knight. It is a perfect movie from top to bottom. Uh, then I would probably go this one, this one uh, second, just because of the fact that I don't. Uh, I love Jack Nicholson's The Joker, but I just didn't didn't care for uh, care for the Batman or the uh, original Batman as much as I did this one. I feel like Michelle Pfeiffer and D and Danny DeVito did a great job bringing this one home. Uh, so I would go that one. Uh, it's at second. Uh, if I had to go after that, it would be really tough to start listing them all out. But I'd probably go the original Batman, Batman Begins. But you're ranking on, number two. I'm ranking number two. Yeah, number I, two would be where I would put it. Is that where you would? What, I, so yeah. So I think uh, I think with the with the similar uh, feedback on that, I think uh, I think the Dark Knight would be my number one. I think I'm going to rank this at number two. So I think with that, we're going to hit this with a stamp of number two overall uh, overall Batman movie. I like it. Well, hey, first I'd like to say just thanks for joining and watching us. It means a lot to us and hope you had a lot of fun with this. Uh, be sure to leave us comments. Be sure to subscribe, ring the bell, and get notified anytime that uh, we put up new content. Uh, also, if you want to connect with us uh, on our Twitter accounts, mine's at Clint Chaffer. I believe mine's at Chad J. Weeks, but again, I'm new to the uh, the calling out my Twitter thing. I don't I don't read it as much. So yeah. uh, also, I, I want to I do want to throw out that uh, if you're interested in more uh, more contrarian or non typical uh, Christmas movies, I'll put my uh, my blog in there where we talk about some things like uh, uh, oh, uh, the Family Man or uh, or Lethal Weapon, another good uh, 
non-traditional Christmas movie. Nice. Well, hey, with that, I think the uh, the credits are rolling. The lights are on. That's the end of the show.